Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to the Glover's Cast, the 145th episode of the award-nominated <laughs> Yeovil Town podcast. Uh, on today's episode, I'm joined by Mr. David Coates. Award-winning David Coates, yes. Good evening. <laughs> and tonight we're joined by Elliot Watts. Good evening, Elliot. Good evening. Definitely not award-winning, Elliot Watts. Oh, come on. Probably yeah. won, won some stuff, haven't you? Yeah, can see his awards behind him, his boxing <laughs> awards or whatever they are. <laughs> they just they're just on display for work purposes, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He bought he bought he got bought for Christmas. But yeah, so should we uh, cover off why Ben isn't here then? Because uh, I, I know people so. do tune in specifically for him, so we can confirm he hasn't been blown away to Kansas by Storm Eunice, um, but his wife has been called into work, so he's having to look after his own two mini tornadoes at home. So, um, yeah, we, we we asked Mr Watts to step in. We scraped him off the ceiling with his excitement about Charlie Lee's return as uh, assistant manager, and, uh, and, and here we all are. But that's not where we're going to begin, is it? Are we going to begin talking about Ian's fantastic Tuesday night, Wednesday night? Tuesday night, wasn't it? I think we should start with Somerset's premier footballing yeah. competition. Shouldn't it we? needs an apostrophe, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Somerset's premier cup. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was fine. <laughs> That's it. That's all he can say. I mean, the first half, there was something about the first half, you know, we we um played football in the first half. 
but in the second half we sort of stopped really I think what did I learn from it uh... <laughs> Alex Bradley played he's alive you yeah know that. Alex Bradley still exists um, scored a good goal yeah look fit yeah yeah he played the whole game just so bizarre isn't it that last season Alex Bradley was shoehorned into the team at any possible moment to play in any position even though we thought he was a fullback and the this season when we're crying out for him we're not even naming him on the bench when he's fit it really doesn't make sense to me do you not believe the manager's explanation that he wants to be a midfielder Alex Bradley wants to be a midfielder and he doesn't think he'll play in any other position Play him in midfield then. We've been putting a fullback in midfield. <laughs> Play him in midfield if he wants to be a midfielder. You, yeah, and you're saying Jordan, but Ben was talking about Jordan Barnett being a bloody striker the other week. So <laughs> you can't pigeonhole Jordan Barnett as a as a fullback. Uh, to me, Jordan Barnett's fullback. I think we we really miss him playing at fullback when we don't play him there. I think uh, Morgan Williams is much more of a centre-back and what we miss that output on the wing, that ability to bring the ball down and go forward with it and take teams on. So <laughs> just play players in the position that they should be. Yeah, and Barnett did all right at left-back. He was <laughs> Matt Worthington kept finding him at left-back when he was, you know, going forward. We also had a full-back who wanted to go forward on the other side as well. So that was that was a bit different. But um, one thing about Morgan Williams, I thought he had a young full-back and a young centre-back next to him. Um, and he sort of coached them through the game, really, um, playing at centre-back. So that was, a you know, another different role for him. And I thought he did OK. I mean, you know, we've got to caveat that with who we're playing. We're not, you know playing a massive team here are we despite playing at the theatre of cheese um there yeah yeah I think the back end of the pitch everything was fine really and what were the two young like because they were the only two under 18s you played weren't they Mason Hunter and Finley yeah. Riddout yeah. yeah yeah so what were they like um so the centre back was Finley Riddout and didn't do anything wrong didn't notice him at all like perfectly comfortable really playing so that was good and I thought the fullback did really well we had a couple of foul throws towards the end within like 30 seconds of each other which <laughs> right by Darren Sal which probably wouldn't have been the best um <laughs> the best experience but other than that he he was yeah really good really you know didn't give the ball away looked the part um and looked like you know if he plays like that Every time he pulls on a Yeovil Town shirt, he could end up doing quite well for us at some point. Um, what did everyone think of the team that we put out with that in mind? Only two under-18s, pretty full-strength team for a Tuesday night against Cheddar in the Somerset Premier Cup with all the talk about us being so sort of a, such a small squad, such a tired squad playing Saturday, Tuesday every week. It seemed like a chance to give maybe more of them a Tuesday off? I think he said, didn't he, the manager said before the game that he was, you couldn't put all these kids in. I mean, I didn't realise Benjani Jr. is only 17. So he yeah. said, putting all these young kids in against men, you know, because they are a men's team, aren't they, Cheddar? Then they'll get themselves hurt. Was That was what the manager said. And I know he brought, it was quite late on, he brought the substitutes yeah, it was. on, wasn't it? 
So he must have, yeah, that must have been on his mind. But it's strange, isn't it? And I know we've said this before that we talk about what a small squad we've got, but you do still, I mean, Reed and Yusuf played up front, and neither of them have done more than really come off the bench recently, have they? And um, Worthington missed out on Saturday played um i say bradley low everton i know came off the bench last weekend but yeah there's uh there's still options there yeah and i think it's in their legs you look at the players who did play you've listed a couple of them there i mean morgan williams i mean he's been playing saturday tuesday saturday tuesday for what feels like a long time now Mm. and he's probably at a stage where he's pretty comfortable with it he seems to have not had any injury worries or troubles has he since he was out and came back again um i wonder whether barnett will play this weekend because he played did he play against eastley yeah yeah field. um elliot was asleep for most of the game so he doesn't know but he did oh, yeah. let's not go back to that <laughs> let's not go into the language that elliot used to describe that game it was snooze fast wasn't it yeah but it finished with the word boring and the first <laughs> word wasn't <laughs> repeatable um and yeah i mean the the front two like adi yusuf probably should have scored two i mean he hit the post early on when he i don't know he should have scored <laughs> and then there was a moment in the second half where he should have crossed really for reed reed was wide open on the penalty spot if he squares it to him it's an open goal but he decided to hit it straight at a keeper um, and that was it. He did have <laughs> towards the end. He did try to like slap the ball in the goal. There was a cross or a corner, and he tried to slap it, and the referee like blew up because it was like you know it was so obvious. It was like an obvious noise, an obvious action. <laughs> in a like, fairly empty stadium, you're not going to get away with that, are you? <laughs> and like Ruben Reed could not stop laughing. No. He was in fits of laughter at the whole like scene of him trying to get away with doing what you know like you know those moments when you you just you do something and you afterwards your brain's like i'm not sure why i've done that <laughs> it, it was definitely i think it was definitely one of those uh, um, um yeah. were those two staking their claim for the fastest stroke partnership in naval history <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> it was i don't know they don't seem like a very co- cohesive pair to play up front together. I didn't see anything that made me think, oh, let's get them up together on Saturday because they're going to cause teams problems. I mean, Reed is looking sharper. And I think we do have to remember, I think Chris Angelo tweeted us, didn't he? Or tweeted Ben, um, that Reed's only started one game since he's come back. I think, is that yeah. what he said? He's, yeah, you know, you know, he's not had a great deal of football. And I think he did look the sharpest. Plus, he played like 80-odd minutes. So, um, you know, and I, I guess, you know, I, I don't know. There's a question about do players, you know, experienced players who've played a decent level, can they get themselves fired up for a game in the Somerset Premier Cup, despite having the word Premier in? It is not, you know, it's not all that. And... um. Or do they go into those games thinking I could score a shitload here because 
these are, you know, what is this team I'm against? And it feels like there was that balance of I can't be asked. <laughs> Or, or I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna break myself for this game. I think uh, it's quite interesting the Reed thing because, again, a bit like Bradley last season, we were led to believe he was a marquee signing. He was the one that we wanted to get, that we chased for so long. And now that, he, like you said, now he's fit, he might have only started one game. He hadn't looked bad when he's come off the bench in comparison to Yusuf in my opinion he's looked like he might do something he looked like he could hold the ball up a little bit and take players on at least a little bit more and it's just funny that we're not using that outlet a little bit more yeah I think he sort of looks like a player who hasn't played with these players and then when he comes in which he hasn't played with them so then when he comes in it's a little bit disjointed that's that's sort of how I I kind of see it, but yeah, I think he, you know, he got another decent amount of time under his belt, and hopefully that can benefit us. But I guess at this stage with Olamola back, that's your yep. first choice, isn't it? I think. Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, I suppose that's the thing you could say about um, Tuesday night is that if either of them had come on and scored, you know, even a couple of goals, then they probably would have been knocking on the door for a start on Saturday, wouldn't you? You'd like to think that would be enough to spur him on. Yeah. And I mean, Alex Bradley, you know, he scored a goal, but I don't think he'll be straight into the lineup because I don't think he's probably in our top four centre midfielders particularly. No. Um, I know we will be without Gorman, but that probably means we'll just play Staunton, Worthington and Barnett, I'd have thought. Yeah. Or Diaf. Well, that that's a dream scenario, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't there, was he? Or was he was he on the bench? No, no, I didn't no. see him. No. He played. Diaf played like seventy five minutes so the other week in the home game, didn't he? he yeah. Came on really early. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a player that you might as well be starting now if he's okay. And he hasn't played. He hasn't played since, has he? No, he hasn't. Really. We are ma- we are managing that injury. So maybe we go again with him. <laughs> there you go. You've heard it here, folks. Darren Sal, we go again. <laughs> maybe we'll have an ultimate dream scenario where we have Diath in midfield and Barnett at left back. And maybe even Mark Little at right back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, madness. <laughs> what about Morgan? Justice for Morgan. Although I do think because we won't have Dale Gorman, I wonder if That'll mean we're certified a Morgan Williams start just because without Gorman and Staunton in front of the defence, I think we'll want to keep a bit of that solidity because Dagenham are all right, aren't they? They are, yeah. No, they got some decent um, uh, strikers as well. I think they got some strikers who are in a little bit of form. I know they lost the last two. They won in the trophy the weekend last weekend, and um, but I think they've lost in the league a couple before that. But yeah, they've got a couple of strikers who are who are in decent form. But but surely in central midfield, that's what we brought Charlie Lee back for, isn't it? We brought him back to uh, to be the 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 base of the diamond or whatever he is. I feel baited. You'd have him back in, wouldn't you? I feel baited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to rise to it, Dave. I think I'd rather have Jimmy Smith than Charlie Lee. 
Oh, <laughs> shit. Well, has just thrown something at his screen, stormed off. Elliot has left the zoo. He's <laughs> got more experience coaching. Yeah, he's got more experience coaching, you own. I feel like we might as well lead on to that point now. <laughs> yeah. What do, do we, what, what do we think? What do you rate it out of seven, Watsy? The return of Charlie Lee as assistant manager. I'm interested to see what he'll bring to the team. I don't know if it'll bring a lot to the team, really. I don't know if we're really going to see a spike to the team, but hopefully I'll be proved wrong. Um, Charlie's the kind of character that we need in the team and we're sort of missing from the team or have been missing from the team. I think we've got two, maybe three who are doing that role at the moment, but in the past couple of seasons, we've had maybe five or six of them. Um, and you know, you can pick those players out. You don't need me to say it because people will be playing a little bingo if I do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't... I'd be interested to see. It's his first little foray into management. He's just retired. I think it's probably a good opportunity for him. Sal's got a short term left on his contract here. It's literally down to its final three or four months, is it? Um, I can't imagine Charlie Lee's contract to be any longer than that, really. So it'd be interesting to see sort of what he can what he can bring to the team, if he can work with that midfield. Um Know, maybe teach Tom Knowles how to take a long fray, but I didn't really think Charlie Lee was great at him himself. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if we want to focus all our efforts on long throws at this stage. But I think I mean it's been quite obvious the absence of Skivo, I think, in that in you know, before the games, Darren Siles having to be out on the you know, on the pitch doing the warm-ups and things like that. And also, I think he, he used Skivo as a sounding board so much, didn't he? During matches, they would often be chatting to each other. And now it's, you know, it's quite noticeable that he's just there on his own, really, and doesn't have anyone... He doesn't seem to have that type of relationship with anyone else, even though he's probably got help there. When he's mid-game, it doesn't seem to happen, so... I mean, I think it can only be good for him and only be good for the players to have an extra person there. And if it's someone that's familiar, I mean, he said last week, didn't he, that um, he needed someone who knew how to work with him and that could work with his character. So, yeah. He and also said an intelligent chap. So we maybe we need... Super Char- intelligent. Yeah, maybe we need Charlie Lee on the Glover's Cast quiz um, yeah. to really test his intelligence. Um, yeah, we'll have to see how intelligent our quizzer is this week, won't we? Um, but uh, but yeah, for, for my two penneth on, on Charlie Lee, I do agree that um, he's obviously not that experienced. Sounds like from the uh, press release that he'd done a bit of youth coaching with Orient and Gillingham, I think it was. Um, so not a great deal of experience as far as a coach. But I do think he is going to be that familiar face and voice to a lot of the players who are in, in, in the team. And if you're going to bring someone in for a, for a couple of months, as a, if you bring in a more experienced coach, I don't think a couple of months is going to be enough time to really make that much of an impact, is it? So bringing in someone who is going to be a bit lively, I would imagine, and is going to, you could see he could have an impact. And even if he has a very small impact, all the things that you've just mentioned there about him helping Darren Sal out are going to be um, positives. So yeah, I, I don't think it's a, you know, he's going to be a tactical masterstroke or anything like that. It might surprise us, but, um, but I certainly think he 
it can't hurt having him there and it'll be good to uh, to have him back. I'm sure he'll let the match officials know he's there, won't he? I was just going to say, if anyone <laughs> needs a rocket, if it's the players, the match officials, whoever's on the touchline, the people in the opposition's dugout, it's going to be Charlie giving it, isn't it? So, <laughs> not against it from that sense. And to be honest, it's someone who Darren Sell obviously really trusts. He didn't, I would imagine he wouldn't have wanted to let him go easily last season. Um, things happened at the end of last season, of course, which meant we lost all three maybe four of our serious players like that. So to bring bring one back in, he knows that sort of dressing room, knows how to get that character in the side that we might, I thought we'd found it again, but we might have sort of lost it over the last few weeks. Um, that they had that sort of one, one in all in mentality that he might bring back into the side to put that bite back into them. And I, that wouldn't go miss at all at the moment, would it? I think the other thing which we often hear about assistants is that they're kind of that conduit between the players and the manager as well. And I'm sure every player at the club has a, you know, a good relationship with the manager and, and, you know, works well with him, but it's that, you know, the assistant can often act as a bit of a shield, can't they? And if they see, you know, they can have a conversation, especially with Charlie Lee, if being an ex teammate of these players, he is that, sort of that bridge I'd have thought um, which is handy and I think you know look at back through our history you know Steve Thompson went from being the player to being assistant manager um, Skivo took Nathan Jones with him didn't he when he Harry was <laughs> going back a bit more um, yeah so we, we've kind of always had that well, it feels like we've always had that person who's gone from playing to then being a part of the dugout which you know might be a good thing if it's the 89th minute and Charlie's bitten up as well and there's a corner <laughs> stick him in the box put it to his head and he's going to win the header isn't he bring him yeah. on for a long throw I reckon like a, like a quarterback in the uh, Super Bowl <laughs> we need to get a yellow card in the last two minutes to get us a 1-0 win yeah, I bet he gets a yellow against Dagenham. He'll say something. <laughs> <laughs> the king of the cynical challenge. <laughs> also the king of going down injured just by a little bit of a breather. Yeah, or having a go at the referee after <laughs> something's happened just for the sake of it as well. With well, Dagenham in mind, should we? Yeah, let's go to someone who sounds a little bit like Charlie Lee, to be honest with you. It is our mate Terry from the Dagenham podcast, The Game of Edders and Volleys, who's going to tell us about what we can expect this weekend. Okay, so this is Dave, and I am joined once again by Terry from a game of headers and volleys at Dagenham and Redbridge podcast. Terry, welcome back to the Glovers cast. Oh, thank you for having me. No problem. Yeah, back again for your second one. You, one more time, you get to keep the match ball, don't you? Lovely stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it seems like a long time ago. But when we looked it up just a second ago, it's only a few months ago that we um, we last spoke in, in November. Um, yeah. And we had a... Uh, well, we had a win at your place back then, 
probably yes, a slightly fortunate one because you played the second half with only 10 men, if I remember. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that happened. And it, there was an ongoing in that game as well. It was, as I pointed yeah. out to you before the game, uh, Paul McCullum is very good <laughs> at coming back. Um, not normally scoring in his own goal, though. No. Anyway. Well, he's, uh, yeah, he's certainly um, uh, pronounced, uh, renowned for his uh, goal scoring, isn't he? But probably not in his own his own goal. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, back then when, when we spoke, you were, you know, still very much in the uh, in the hunt for the for the playoffs. And uh, I mean, looking at the table now, 10th place and uh, still only, uh, what, four points of Wrexham. You've played a game uh, less than you. But, um, you know, you must still be thinking that, you get a couple of results together and you can you can make it back into those playoff places. Well, you, you know, you, you can't give up hope. There's plenty of points to play for. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's all about momentum, really. And, you know, we're in the FA Trophy. We're in the quarterfinals of that. Yeah. If we can if we can start picking up a few wins, then uh, there's nothing to say that we can't get into these playoffs. I mean, a few years ago, well, a long time ago now, when we, when we made League One. Yeah. Um, we were nowhere near the playoffs and then all of a sudden we went on this unbelievable run we got in on the last game of the season in the last place of the playoffs and we were the form team right. we then played Morgan in the semi-final beat them 6-0 at home and then wow. yeah we lost 2-1 in the in the return one but it, it, it was already done yeah. we got to the final played Rotherham who we hadn't beaten all season um, you know they've beaten us twice they were big favourites. They had players like Adam Lafondra and all that sort of thing. We turned up at Wembley, win 3-2 and end up in League One. And it, <laughs> it came from nowhere, you know? Yeah. It's just... So I, I never, ever write them off because yeah. it'll be a typical thing for Dagnum to do to get to Wembley, maybe not just the, like the trophy, but in the playoffs as well. So it yeah. could happen. Yeah. But, like you say, there's always that team in there towards the end of the season, gets a good run and goes in with the momentum, don't they, into those playoff games? I mean, looking at it now, though, you you look just below us and uh, South End are coming up like a train. They are. And they? Uh, yeah. uh, whether they do anything this season or, you know, they might just miss out on the playoffs, you never know, they might sneak in. Yeah. But that's the reason I think this year, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd love to get to to Wembley in the trophy final. I really would. The last time I was there was, what, 1997? And we lost right. to Wogan. Um, so, yeah, it'd be lovely to go there. But if, if I had to choose between the two, I'd, I'd like to get to the playoff final and get up the league, get back into the league. Because yeah. next year, you know that one of these teams, Wrexham, Stockport, Notts County. Chesterfield, yeah. Chesterfield. One of them teams ain't going up. Or yeah. two of them, two, a few of them teams ain't going up. And then you've got South End, who are probably going to take all this form into next season. Yeah. And it's going to be really, really tough. Yeah. So yeah. I'll give me <laughs> a playoff final win, yeah. please. And I'll have that now. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think we take a bit of that as well. But yeah. I don't yeah. think that's, uh, I think you've got more chance than us. But you're not uh, that far behind us, are you? So no, no, we're, um, yeah, we just can't score goals at the moment, Terry. That's yeah. the problem. Just haven't, yeah. just haven't got that goal scorer. But, and, and, <laughs> Like you were saying, uh, you know, when we did win at your place back in November, it was a, it was an own goal. I mean, would you say since then, uh, are you a better team now than you were then? Because you're in decent form when we played at their place, at your place. Yeah, we we've had a bit of a rough patch. Um, I, I was looking at the form table, and I think we're just like a place above you in the form mm. table. 
I mean, it's it's starting to creep up a bit. We, we were very unlucky against Chesterfield, I think. Um, we went 1-0 up and then gave away two penalties. Um, yeah, you, you, What can you do about that? You know, it, it happens. But um, I think the way they're playing, I mean, I went to the game on Saturday in the trophy against Spennymore. And the first half was probably the worst first half I've seen all season. We were absolutely atrocious. Right. And then he changed it at half time. And we started playing the ball about and we look good again. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I really want to believe we're going to go on a run because we've got the squad. We've got the players. Yeah. A lot of our players have come back from injury. Obviously, we're, we're missing Belenta. Mm. Um, whether he'll be back at the week and I don't know. I've not heard. So, but they're gradually coming back. So hopefully, you know, we can put something together. Yeah, because I was going to ask you about Belanti because I noticed he'd been missing since the end of end of last month. Where's Where's he? What's his situation? Do you know what they've not? Uh, as far as I can see, uh, they've not said anything right. in particular. So he, he's missed a few games. I assume it's just an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as serious it is, I don't know. I mean, yeah. he was he, he was dropping his form had dropped as well, but that's what happens with players like this. I mean, yeah. You know, he plays five games, he'll have three fantastic games and he'll have a couple of stinkers. But, you know, that's what you're going to get with these sort of players, isn't it? Yeah. I remember you telling me last time we spoke that, you know, you're blessed a little bit to have a player like that. But, you know, it's always a blessing and a curse with players like that, isn't it? Because yeah, of course they can be just as good as, but uh, just as bad as they can be good sometimes, can't they? But there's got to be a reason why at his age, he's yeah. playing in the National League. You yeah. know what I mean? But if, if he was that consistent... Got- it'd be higher up. So, yeah. you know, you, you you take it. You take it yeah. all day, but, you know, Absolutely. it's one of them things. Yeah. And uh, well, I think one play wasn't with you when, when we played you was uh, was Josh Walker, who seems to be your main uh, goal threat at the moment. Is he... He I think he was injured when we we, we spoke last. He's, yeah, that's um, right, yeah. Back in he form had, uh, now, is he? Uh, yeah, he's he's just come back from, from an injury right. and he's starting to hit form. Right. Um, He's, he's a quality player and, and the thing is he, he links up so well with McCullum mm. and th- yeah that is a, that is definitely our threat and um, yeah I'm really pleased he's back because he makes things happen yeah if you're, if you're in a game and it, you know not much happening he can turn it so yeah hopefully he could be the difference on Saturday yeah, yeah. And what, what kind of a player is he? I mean, I've seen him a bit on the TV games and he's seen, like you say, someone who gets a ball and just <laughs> not quite sure what he's going to do with it, but he's got no, a lot no, of I don't think he is it. either, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, uh, he's pacey. He's, yeah. uh, he's got a lovely touch um, and he can finish. He, he's yeah. got a bit of everything. Um, I don't think he's ever been prolific anywhere he's, he's been, but he's having a really good season for us. Yeah. And, and, and McCullum? Um, obviously, you know, he's proven at this level, isn't he? He scores yeah. goals pretty much everywhere he's been. Is he is he looking a threat again? He's start again, he's another one. He's starting to hit form. Again, he's had an injury, he's been out. But this, you know, this is all good for us that these two players are coming back and they're starting to hit form now. So yeah. Yep. It does fingers does- crossed. Doesn't sound like good news for us, Terry, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, but you're at home. So well, yeah. You know, yeah, there is that. There is that, yeah. I suppose, yeah. And, I mean, if uh, it's anything like the last game, then, you know, I was confident going into yeah. the last game. And to be fair, you were the better team and you deserved your win. So, you know, 
Yeah, we well, had the, uh, like you say, you had the lad sent off just before half time, didn't I? Which I think um, a couple of them lost their uh, lost their edge, but uh, after uh, in, in in that second half. But one player I have to ask you about because he really impressed me down at your place in that second half was um, uh, oh the subject Weston, the substitute. He yeah. came on at half time, and I could not believe how we hadn't started that game because he absolutely tore us apart down that that win uh, in the in the in the second half. So what, what's what's his story? Is he is he in the, the the team at the moment, or is he? He didn't play in the last one, but the right. thing is with him, he's like thirty five years old. Right. So this is the problem. You can't. He's, and he's playing wing back, so he can't right. play every day because he's yeah. just going to be up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. And you can't rely on him. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't play in the last one, and um, the trophy George, game. Yeah, yeah that's right, right. The tro- in the trophy one. And George Saunders came in, right? And then, unfortunately, George, George Saunders uh, had a double fracture in his leg. Um, oh, right. On Saturday, it was a bad one, a really bad one. So, I mean, he's he, he's, he's a player we got. Uh, I think it might have been. I don't know if it was last season or the season before, but it, yeah. I think it was the season before. He's about 23, um, come from Hornchurch, and um, right. they rate him massively right. there. But he's never really had a chance with us, and he's starting to sort of creep into the team in different positions. Right. He's, you know, he's really pacey, he's really exciting. He's a bit of a goal threat. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, he's uh, he's obviously out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Hopefully he can come back um, stronger. Yeah, well, yeah, for the experience. Yeah. Oh, that sounds nasty. Double leg fracture. Never, yeah, never a nice thing to wear, is it? Um, no, no. no. So, uh, I mean, what are your feelings? I mean, are you, are you coming down yourself this weekend, Terry? Do you think you'll be bringing many? Um, I, I wouldn't like to say. I mean, I don't know, maybe about 70, 80, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Uh, that's, you know. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but no, I can't go myself. I'm actually working. So, right. It's very difficult for me to get Saturdays off at the best of times. And it's a so, long old uh, way. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. I mean, I have to book in all my own games because I've got a yeah. season ticket. And yeah, yeah that's, that's just the way it works. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, like I say, anyone uh, anyone who does come down will hopefully be made to feel very welcome. But uh, as we said last time, hopefully go away with a uh, a, a sad look on their face after a defeat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, with our goal scoring record at the moment, Terry, I have to say uh, I don't I don't hold out a huge amount of hope. But um, we shall see. Eh? I said that last time, I think, and it, it worked out all right then. Yeah, in that case, I'm not saying nothing. No, no, no. Yeah, keep that dignified <laughs> silence, unlike me. Yeah. Nice one. Right, Terry. Well, uh, once again, really appreciate you joining us. Um, and uh, yeah, after after Saturday, obviously, wish you all the very best um, for the season. And hopefully, like you say, you make that playoff place. Yeah. And, and the same to you. Yeah. Good luck to you. Fantastic. Cheers, Terry. Appreciate your time. Cheers, mate. So that was Terry, uh, a Dagenham fan, who I think we can all agree sounds a little bit like Charlie Lee. But one thing I forgot to ask Terry about was Kurt Zuma's brother, Johan, who is presently suspended for Dagenham for uh, his part in, uh, what do we call that? Feline gate, cat gate, cat slap, slap gate. I don't know what we call it. There's got to be a name for it. The son will have a name for it, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. not being very nice to a cat. Um, and he was filming it, apparently. So yeah. But yeah, Terry told me afterwards that he was a relieved that I didn't ask him about it because I forgot. Um, and B uh, said he had actually been playing quite well for him uh, in the games that he'd um, he played. So it's awful. Isn't bad it? news for the cat. Have you seen 
I, I hate to laugh about this, but have you seen the clip of Graham Zunis where he's... <laughs> I, was, I was watching it at the time. I was like, yeah. this is not... <laughs> this is not football. For me, the, for me, the cat's done nothing wrong. <laughs> I know, he made it sound like, a, like a, a young kid being brought off the bench in the Champions League, didn't he? <laughs> Yeah, he called on VAR for the cat. <laughs> I'm, surp- I'm surprised he didn't blame it on Paul Pogba, to be honest with you. But, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah that, that did make me laugh. Well, <laughs> that rate itself, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I think we can all agree the cat has done nothing wrong there, I don't think. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> but yeah, but it sounds like um, Balanta is going to... Huh? He might have scratched the sofa, you know. Yeah, yeah. Heaven <laughs> knows what he did. Yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, it sounds like Balanta is going to be out for them. Um, he's obviously been one of their uh, more talented players, but they um, they have a, got a couple back from uh, the game. They We won at their place. Um, so we got a couple back from uh, from that point, I think, that... that Walker, Justin Walker, I think it is their um, centre forward. Josh, maybe Josh, Josh Walker. Uh, Josh Walker, yeah, who's yeah. um, I think is their top scorer this season. So he's back. Um, so they're expecting him to be uh, available. I think he scored against um, uh, in the in the trophy at the weekend as well. So yeah, it will be it'll be another tough one if it's on. Of course, the floodlights haven't blown down. They were. Um... On a flyer when we played them back in November, weren't they? They were up there in the playoffs. I'm not yeah. quite sure where they are in the league at the moment, but yeah, I think at the moment. I think yeah. they've only sort of won one in the last five. That was going to way off down the road, wasn't it? So yeah, they've had a bit way. of a tough run because they played Halifax, Chesterfield. They play Wrexham as well. I think oh. I think Stockport, Stockport be in yeah. that run, yeah. Yeah, so they've played a lot of teams at the top. Um, and haven't picked up anything there. But to be fair to them, you know, they're well, they four points outside the playoffs at the moment. So, you know, they're still within touching distance. But I thought it was, um, you know, Terry was quite quick to point out that we are not that far behind them as well. So, you know, once the attacking stuff all clicks, we could get three or four this weekend. Yeah, once it's, it's, it's all clicked together. And I mean, I don't know what you thought, Watsi, but I thought against Eastley, Olamola looked like you could, there was a bit of something there, wasn't there? I mean, it wasn't the finished article by any stretch, but you did you did get the, there was a bit of link up, a couple of link ups with Knowles and, and Wakefield. And you just thought to yourself, yeah, if he gets a bit, uh, a bit between his teeth, gets a few more minutes in his legs and all the other cliches, then um, he could, he could do something. I mean, that was a player who walked in the dressing room on Friday morning and he probably looked one of the liveliest strikers we've seen for a good few weeks. He looked like if anyone was on, on the pitch was going to score between us and them, it was going to be him. So uh, he was probably the shining light in a bit of a snooze fest and a bit better service. He could probably put the ball in the net maybe. I have to say, like you said earlier, Ian, I think he probably is the first name on the team sheet at the weekend because we need to keep going with that strike, like having a go at him being up there. Yeah, I think so. And he needs to build that relationship with those two tricky wingers, our star man and uh, Tom Knowles. <laughs> he, needs a, he needs a bit more than that, doesn't he? Um, 
yeah i i think yeah i think we want to see that trio get a good you know a good spell but i mean i thought the same about sunny blue being a part of that however many weeks ago and then that's all gone by the wayside not knows and wait for both had tuesday night off didn't they yeah yeah i think that's that can only be good as well because they look don't know what you thought cakes but i thought they both looked a little bit tired on saturday i think we got probably a good half an hour out of both of them and then they sort of dropped off a little bit and they looked a little bit tired and they have been carrying the team for weeks haven't they they have they have and i mean i thought i thought against solihull i mean poor charlie wakefield at points like he wanted the ground to swallow him up after that miss and you know and even when we played wrexham you know he missed that big chance didn't he um against them so i think maybe there's a, a a part of them that there's a bit of pressure been lifted that there's another person now in that who they you know who might were probably a bit more reliant on to score the goals rather than trying to get a right midfielder to suddenly be a, an out goal scorer yeah no I think um I think Olamola, uh, it would be nice to think that Olamola and someone like <laughs> like Reed or you, I didn't mean to laugh there, Reed or Yusuf can, could be a, a combination as well, couldn't they? But I don't know. I mean, when we had Quigley and Reed up front, you, yeah, it just didn't quite feel right, did it? No, uh, but I think Olamola is probably the different, the most different striker yeah, true, out yeah. of all of them. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think Reed and Murphy was a good pairing but how much of that was based off you know murphy being murphy so yeah. Yeah, i mean it's another combination that we can try at some point isn't it i yeah. goal when we played dagnum away was from long fray if you remember it was an own goal <laughs> <laughs> yeah defensively though that was a quality performance that day and yeah yeah I- I don't think you could pick too many bones out of our defence the last few weeks either. We have we conceded the least in the league, or we're up there with conceding the least goals in the league at least. Um, defensively, we're pretty sound. Watch me say this, and that's going to concede four at the weekend now. Well, we did have we did have our blip against Wealdstone, didn't we? Yeah, conceding a couple um, against them. Yeah, so we've conceded twenty-seven. Blimey, um, four and would have conceded fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen in twenty-four league games. Yeah, Borehamwood, Halifax, Solihull, Wrexham, and Chesterfield have conceded less than us. They're all teams that are right up there, though, aren't they? Yeah, but certainly in the bottom half of the... I mean, in the bottom half of the table... Is, are we in the bottom half of the table? Yeah, we are. Just yeah, about, yeah, aren't we? yeah, Because we're 13th now. So, yeah, we conceded 27, but South End above us, 37. EC below us, 39. Then you got 43, Woking, 37, Wealdstone, 44... Blimey, Dover have conceded 63 goals in 28 games. If and only we one against us. Just put the ball in the net. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our league table position would be frightening. It'd be nice to just score one at the weekend so we can get ourselves back to around zero on goal difference. For a team in the bottom half of the table, I mean, it's a small win, isn't it? <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what you'd call a win. Yeah, I just like the symmetry of you know <laughs> everything the same please <laughs> that would be good um should we take some questions is there anything else we want to talk about ahead of Dagenham? do we think the game's going to be on i'm a bit worried about this inclement weather 
I mean, as you're listening, people, you might, you know, your internet might be down, your power might be off. <laughs> That's it. Cheer you might have, yeah, you might yeah, have, we're here you might, for you guys. You might have bigger problems on your plate than wondering if Dagenham is going to be on tomorrow. Yeah. But um, your bin lid you might know. be somewhere in another postcode. Who knows? Yeah. Question is, fa- what have you done f- with your bins? Is it bin yeah. day tomorrow? For it's anyone? Not, not my bin day, no. <laughs> Bin day's got to be cancelled shortly if it's tomorrow, isn't it? <laughs> you don't surely know if it's bin day tomorrow or not, do you, Ellie? <laughs> I don't. Surely there's a pitch inspection on that one in the morning. I've, I've, put, all, I've put all mine in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie is... doesn't even know where his bins are. You're way ahead of your time there, Reece. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, they were all emptied on uh, on Wednesday, so we're, uh, we're all good. I, I... I just like the fact that Ian's pointing out that people's Wi-Fi might be down and we had to try and start this call three times <laughs> because, because it wasn't working. Oh, yeah, I'm preempting it. The storm hasn't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did look out the window. Okay, so we have got some questions and we've actually got a question for Elliot Watts because we have trailed his appearance on the Glover's cast. So Brad all asked how many times is YTFC, what's he going to mention, Charlie Lee and Will Dickinson in his wedding speech. Is the wedding speech even written yet, Elliot? Uh, the wedding speech isn't written yet. It's bullet pointed day. I've got some good notes, but it's 100 days today. Um I won't be shoehorning either of those names in there, I don't think. Sorry to disappoint. But, uh, yeah, Jess even replied to that post. So. <laughs> she, could be, she could be walking out if you try that, do you think, yeah? Mm, no, she wouldn't walk out, but I wouldn't try it. <laughs> which, which players do you think you could get in without causing any issues? Uh, I think I could probably get Lee Johnson in there, 100%. <laughs> um, I probably think if I don't get Lee Johnson in there, I fail. So. <laughs> you think now Lee Johnson is out of management, there's any risk that he's going to turn up at the wedding at that crucial moment and uh, whisk her away from you? Sweep Jess off her feet. Mm-hmm. Now you now you got me worried, Kate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jamie McAllister will be there as his uh, enforcer. Won't, yeah, don't mess with him. <laughs> right um well there is there are a couple of other questions mostly about your uh stag do uh one from liam spicer asking is uh why do you see what's he more worried about the state of the club or about the state he will be in on his stag do uh more worried about the state of the club because liam hasn't drank more than three pints in two years <laughs> wow <laughs> no right. that's a that's a joke i've seen them have more than that <laughs> <laughs> three three drinks yeah. yeah um so when is this dad do is it is it on a match day uh yes yeah, not county weekend two weeks time <laughs> is it in nottingham are you no, gonna be a mascot oh no there's no mascots at the moment it's a no we're going to butlands oh okay to butlands <laughs> uh, i was gonna say imagine what's he walking out as a giant magpie at, uh, well, county instead. as far as i'm aware we're going to butlands <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah. have to watch out for that but um yeah craig mccann your friend uh craig mccann asking out of seven what are the chances of me being dragged out by security at what's he stag do and or wedding uh i think he's got a bigger risk on the stag do. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
<laughs> the boy can't even go to Eastleigh without getting dragged out. I know. Well, if you will jump up and down when not requested, when requested not to jump up and down, you know that is the uh, the sin of all sins, isn't it? But yeah, my uh, favourite part was how he went past me, just laughing about it <laughs> as he was being bundled down the stairs. Yeah, um, we do have some questions about football though, so that's uh, that's all the Elliot Watts questions. Call these EWQs, I think, rather than GCQs. But um, we have got one from Harry Eaton who asks: Now that Alex Bradley has scored in the most prestigious of all cup competitions, good to see it getting the respect he deserves. Will he get a? Three minutes, B, five minutes, or C, a whopping 10 minutes at Dag- against Dagenham this weekend? How many do we think? No minutes and a booking. No minutes and a booking. That would be, yeah, yeah that would be impressive. <laughs> well, he did oh, yeah. the other day. He played yesterday. He came on, didn't he? Uh, he no, said- I, mean, I mean, he got a booking from yeah. being on the bench. He was on the, he was, I think he kicked the ball away during a warm out, I like Gavin Williams at, Against Solihull. Oh right. And he got a I, I thought he came on against Eastley, Bradley. Maybe yeah. maybe not. It's even more impressive. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Solihull. Oh Solihull, beg your pardon. Right. I didn't right. see that either. Um yeah. I'm saying that he doesn't even make the bench. Doesn't even make the bench. Imagine if he starts. <laughs> yeah. At right back. <laughs> Imagine that'll be that'll be like uh, yeah the four horsemen will ride in then won't they? But that'll be Charlie Lee. Charlie Lee will come in and make his own stamp on the team. I you meant Charlie Lee was one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. But <laughs> was it three horsemen? I think there was only three, wasn't there? Maybe he's the fourth. Uh, it's, it's he's got, the four horsemen, isn't it? He's got Carl Dickinson and Jimmy Smith following him behind. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> A pale horse and on it, a pale rider. Right. Um, on the subject of uh, of Charlie Lee, actually, uh, Robin Batchelor asked, though he retired with a back injury, do you think we should register Charlie Lee as an emergency player, a la Gareth Stewart? Apparently he played centre-back last season. Perhaps we could he could be on the bench when we're really short on numbers. He did play centre-back for us, I'm sure, at one point last season, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Mm. Was it that game where everyone got injured? I think it was, was the it one Rexham? where Bradley got sent off away at Oldershot, I want to oh, say. Right. Was I think street. he did a few games at centre-back last year. Oh, obviously, Charlie, like, being my favourite player. Yeah, <laughs> Him and Dickinson. Um, I think he did a few games at centre-back. One big fan of it, mine. <laughs> um, yeah, so should we I... register him as a player? Well, I don't think... When you look at it, I don't think we're that short of numbers anymore now you know if we if we're talking about Alex Bradley might not be on the bench um I think we've, it's a bit of a we're at a stage now where who's our only is Max Hunt our only injury Max Hunt and Dale Gorman out um uh, yeah right. we've got, I don't see Max Hunt's injury being that much longer either I wouldn't imagine say so we're gonna be no, he, near full fitness aren't we no he he and Josh Staunton was sat behind me at a cheddar match and he looked to get up the stairs pretty quick yeah. <laughs> with no protective clothing on. That's so, good. You, but, but would he get, uh, if they keep uh, Ben Barkley there, I'm not sure he'd get back in. I thought Ben Barkley was excellent on Saturday at Eastleigh. Uh, I think Ben Barkley might get back there. 
I think he's probably still got it. four more games, isn't he? At Stockport, okay. and they're flying at the top of the league. Yeah, I see Mac Tank getting in pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, Max Hunt's only asked to the end of the season at the moment, isn't he? So everyone's only asked. <laughs> yeah, except Morgan William. It's not like we're looking at a player that we need to be playing in the long term because he's contracted for the rest of time. It's, uh, but that's another conversation. That is that's one thing over there. Well, that is that is all of our questions. We've we've asked every single one of them. Oh, happy days. So. That just leaves one last thing on a Thursday night, Friday morning, Glover's Cast, which is the Glover's Cast quiz. And Ian, do you know who would uh, is going to take on the Glover's Cast quiz today? Is Elliot doing it? No, Elliot's not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it if he wants to. <laughs> oh, Elliot's broken up now. Yeah, his signal's gone. Yeah, yeah, no. My, my, yes, that storm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's a pin lid just flown into his through his window. No, it's not. It's you, Ian Perkins, because you did say to me that you wanted to have a go at it because you really fancied your chances. <laughs> um, and poor old Craig on the last one, getting zero out of five. Um, yeah, he did. You uh, did shout. Or was it Ben that was shouting Zoko? At the A to Z question, I think it was Ben, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I was shouting Zoko as well. But... All right. Yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, let's good. let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. But um, I think we need to, to just let the listeners know that Dave made the uh, historical oracle Nigel Dyson pick out hardest questions he possibly could <laughs> for, for I, this one. I did. I didn't ask him to pick hard ones, but he may have done anyway. But yeah. <laughs> I've uh, I've, brought, I've dropped a few of my own in there, so um, oh, okay. so yeah, yeah. So you've uh, you, they're not all Nigels, so you can blame me as much as you can blame him. Okay. Okay. So do you want a break, or should we just go for it? Let's go for it. Let's go, Let's for, go it. for it. Right. Okay. Starting with question number one. Good place to start. Um, you know the rules, don't you? You get thirty seconds to answer each question. Some multiple choice, some aren't. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't know fine. the rules, they are them. So uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Question number one. What's he no helping? Earlier this month, you and I spoke with former captain Jamie McAllister as part of one of our Glover's past series. He spoke about joining us from Bristol City and spending two seasons at Yeovil when he was inexplicably allowed to leave at the end of his second season. What was the name of the Indian Super League side he joined? Was it A, Mumbai City, B, Kerala Blasters, C, Hyderabad, or D, East Bengal? B, wasn't it? Kerala Blasters. Kerala Blasters is the right answer. He sees he blasted his way to that answer. Very good, yeah. Uh, joined in 2014 when the league started its franchises and the team was owned by cricket legend Sachin Tendulkar. I haven't got a little bit of trivia on each answer, don't worry. So that's one out of you've done better than Craig did last week. Sorry, <laughs> Craig. I keep bringing it up. Um, okay, question number two. Name the three former Yeovil Town players who are now managing in the EFL. Paul Warren, Nathan Jones, and... That's two out of three. Oh, he's halfway there with his time. What's he screaming? I can see him screaming. I know the answer. I know the answer. But you're right, Paul Warren, Rotherham United. Nathan Jones, Luton Town. I'll give you the other one. Uh, he's a League Two club, was a midfield player. 
Oh my god, every I I can't think. It was Paul Tisdale, Stephen H. Played him earlier in the season. Yeah. Didn't he play for you like twice? He played a few times for you, I think, more than <laughs> twice. So, yeah. All right. Don't get stoppy about it. All right? Okay. <laughs> right. So, one out of one out of uh, one out of two. Question number three: What is the current profession of former Yeovil Town midfielder Dominic Blizzard? It's an actor, isn't he? Or an extras actor, or I don't know. Have you got a pr- proper job title? An actor. Actor, <laughs> actor is as much as I've got. So yeah, I'll give you that one. Okay, he's not a supply 50... chain manager or something like that. He's well, may- maybe he is as well. From looking at his IMDb, he hasn't done a great deal of acting, I don't think. But yes, <laughs> he was a very uh, underrated player. Fifty-four times he played for us in two years, two thousand eleven to thirteen, and then went to Plymouth. So yeah, yeah, must have must have done all right. Don't okay. think I would have been too disappointed that Ed Upson and Joe Edwards were ahead of him there. No, probably not. Not in that, that that period, I wouldn't have thought. Okay, so two out of three. Question number four. Up to and including Ola Fella, Ola Mola's debut at Eastley last weekend, how many players have played for Yeovil Town in the three seasons of National League since we rejoined in August 2019? Is it A, 35, B, 47, or C, 65? I reckon it's 65. That's your final answer is C, 65. Yeah, we've had about 60 goalkeepers, haven't we? The correct answer is C, 65. I won't ask you to name them all, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's correct. So that is three out of four so far. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Three out of four. So we're going for this. You will match Elliot Warner. Uh, in the uh, in the quiz because he got four out of five as well. Okay, tricky one. This let's see. This is one of Nigel's. During our football league days, can you name the three players who had two loan spells at Yeovil Town, with each spell being from a different club? That is a toughie. That now. I'll give you. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a full minute for this one. Two loan spells. So two loan spells at Yeovil with each spell being from a different club. Their parent club was a different club. And I'll give you a clue. Okay. One of them recently returned. (laughs) For a third loan. (laughs) Fella. Yeah. Joined us from Southampton and then Scunthorpe. Okay. Um... This is a tricky one, Nigel. You're being being (laughs) arsed here. It's being harsh. Um, okay. Trying to run through some of these. What about, what about Super Gav? No, not Super Gav. No. Right. One of them's a goalkeeper. He's, uh, where is he? He's present. I think he's at Villa still, but okay. Jed Steer. <laughs> Jed Steer is the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to give me a clue what, for the other one. <laughs> Um, um, no, don't worry, because people think it's a stitch up, though. Um, I, I don't know. Okay. Let's not leave them hanging on for a whole minute. 
No, well, wait, it's got it's a minute and twenty now, but the, um, <laughs> so I gave I gave you every opportunity. Uh, yeah, I okay. tell you what, I'm not gonna give them the third one, <gasps> and I'm gonna ask anybody who thinks they know to send me the answer, tweet me the answer, whatever, anywhere you can find, send a carrier pigeon in the storm units or whatever, and if you do, you can have a go um, at the quiz after Ben's had a go at it next weekend. So that's it. That's another Glover's cast episode. What's he's What's he's thinking? <laughs> yeah, he is thinking now, isn't he? Uh, well, I'll tell you when we stop recording and you can uh, see if Watsy gets it. Um, can we also not send out our carrier pigeons in 90 mile per hour winds? Yeah, I'll probably send not out the best. Carrier pigeons. Oh, I did, uh, did, did have one thing to ask. Um, we have uh, Mickey Engwell, I understand, in the Alex Stock Lounge this weekend. We do, yeah. Yeah, uh, answering questions from people. So I know, uh, I think Paul Thorpe is doing the MCing. So he'd asked um, people to send in any questions they have for Mickey Engwell. So, uh, Elliot, what would your question to Mickey Engwell be? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of you. Oh, yeah, was, Elliot's a young one. <laughs> I wasn't even born when you were playing. <laughs> yeah, probably that. Yeah. What would yours um, be, Ian? Did you like talking to Dave on the Glovers cast? <laughs> um, yeah, so Mickey's going to be in the Alex Stock Lounge from half past one, yeah. isn't he? I understand. So yeah, it was but... a, it was a thoroughly nice chat when we spoke to him. So uh, yeah, if you if you're about get in get in there and ask him whether he meant to uh, shoot or cross in that game against Enfield where he scored, that would be my question. Thorpe, put that one to him. It was nice. It's nice to have some of our you know ex players. Yep. around the club i think it's an important thing that we need to see more of so well done to those for putting that together because we have to celebrate our history which we you know we talk about all the time so yeah good stuff good stuff right well there's a nice way to end day. Eh? thank you elliot thank you cheers everyone thank you ian as well <laughs> quite right too And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott, goal! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.